For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V in lines right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Jack Cavanaugh at Javanaugh87. And I am here to talk about an absolutely wild week in perhaps the wildest NFL offseason, really, of all time. But before we get into that, we've got to talk about our friends over at Bet Online because it's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us and if you're looking to wager this year bet online is the number one spot for your updated odds and info along with great contests including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. And again, the games won't be starting for quite a while. But when they do, Tyreek Hill will be in a new uniform as he was traded from Kansas City over to the Miami Dolphins. And it is quite a big difference that we are looking at for these two rosters. So we'll start things off with Miami. And remember, they gave up a first round pick this year, a second round pick this year, a fourth round pick this year, a sixth round pick next year, and a fourth round pick next year. So that's quite the haul to give up for Tyreek Hill. But just look at how sweet this offense is. Tyreek Hill Jalen Waddle, perhaps the fastest wide receiver duo in NFL history. They are now paired up. We've got Cedric Wilson in the slot, but really all three of these guys are going to be in every position across the line of scrimmage. Be prepared to see a lot of trickery from Mike McDaniel, the first year head coach. And of course, For those of you watching the live show or the YouTube channel on the Believe webs or Believe YouTube channel, make sure you remember you can see our depth charts. But 
If you're listening at home on the podcast, gotta check out the Believe YouTube channel to get even more in-depth breakdown. You can see the depth chart live in front of us from our friends over at importantnonsense.com. And the Dolphins didn't just stop with Tyreek Hill. They added Chase Edmonds, the running back from Arizona. Fantastic pass catcher. They brought over Raheem Mostert from San Francisco. He's got that rapport with Mike McDaniel already built in. So that's two quality running backs to start over last year's incumbent, Miles Gaskin, and his backup, Savon Ahmed. And the Dolphins have invested well in their offensive line, too, with Teron Armstead, thought by many as the number one free agent this cycle. He's their new left tackle. They got a new left guard in Dallas Cowboys former, former guard, Connor Williams. Just got to figure out the center and what they're doing on the right side of that line. And the Dolphins are looking dangerous. They very well could compete with the Buffalo Bills. And I'm not saying they're going to beat them. But the fact that Buffalo versus Miami is prime time television now. Imagine hearing that five years ago. And of course, we also have to look at what this does to Kansas City. Because their offense really, really takes a hit with this. And I know they save a bunch of salary cap that they needed to do after rebuilding the offensive line last year. But going from Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill to Travis Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, it just doesn't get the juices flowing like the Kansas City offense of last year and the year before. It's going to be interesting to see what sort of magic Patrick Mahomes can cook up with these pass catchers because they've also got two first-round picks in the draft. They've got two second-round picks in the draft, and they've got more money to spend. So do they keep adding a pass catcher? It's Patrick Mahomes. Whatever he gets, he will make magic out of. It's just a far cry from what we're used to in Kansas City. The offensive line remains one of the best in the league, so at least Patrick Mahomes will have time to throw it. It's just, it's going to be Marquez Valdez-Scantling streaking down the sideline instead of Tyreek Hill. And that's that's going to be weird as heck, but the show must go on. We must continue to roll forward in the NFL. And as my co-host Jerry Ball has said before, there's no loyalty from these franchises in the NFL. And so as a player, you have to get yours when you can. And so when Devontae Adams signs this mega extension with the Las Vegas Raiders, Tyreek Hill's eyes are opened and now he wants to get his bag as well. You can't blame him. You can't blame Kansas City for moving on. Football just is like that sometimes. And that's exactly the case with Baker Mayfield because no one wants him at this point. 
and Baker just got done dirty. Let's let's be real here. The Browns traded for Deshaun Watson despite 22 civil lawsuits alleging sexual assault. We're not going to get into any of the Deshaun Watson discourse. That is a story for another time when the NFL decides what they're going to do. But what I want to talk about as a Lions fan is where does Baker Mayfield go? Because Matt Ryan has landed with the Colts, so he's not going there. He's not going to Atlanta because they've chosen Marcus Mariota as their bridge quarterback. He's not going to New Orleans because they've chosen Jameis Winston for another year. He's not going to Pittsburgh because they've chosen Mitchell Trubisky as their bridge quarterback. At this point, for Baker Mayfield and for Jimmy Garoppolo, they're just left out in the cold through no fault of their own. And it's just different for Jimmy Garoppolo. He has the shoulder surgery that he's coming off of, and so it's harder for teams to trust in investing in him. But for Baker, he just was sent out on the street. And teams know that the Browns not only can't afford Baker's salary, but even if they could, they can't afford to keep Baker Mayfield in this locker room. We all saw the letter from Baker to the city of Cleveland. And this relationship is fractured beyond repair. It's only going to hurt the locker room. So teams know Cleveland needs him gone and they can't afford to cut him. So at this point, the word is it may cost a pick from the Cleveland Browns for a team to eat Baker Mayfield's salary this year. And that's just so far flung from the Baker Mayfield we saw just two years ago when he led the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs, when he beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs. So why not the Lions? Why shouldn't Detroit take a shot on Baker Mayfield? They already did it with Jared Goff. They let a flamed out first overall pick try to re resurrect his career. And after the end of last season, it seems to have worked out pretty well. So why not Baker Mayfield? Because worst case scenario, you've got competition for Jared Goff and Goff wins. And you say goodbye to Baker Mayfield after next year because he's only on a one-year contract. Or, better case scenario, Baker Mayfield beats out Jared Goff and you decide maybe Baker's not the guy for the Lions, but you've still got control of his rights through the franchise tag. You can tag and trade Baker and gain some valuable assets. Or... Baker beats out Jared Goff. Baker becomes the starter for the Lions and rebuilds his career in Detroit. So if that's all it's going to take is taking Baker Mayfield's salary for, for a draft pick where the Browns give the Lions a draft pick, I am all for this. I don't understand how you don't make this move unless the Lions have their eyes locked in on a quarterback in the draft. But if the Lions are open, if they 
aren't totally settled on this quarterback class this year and they want some competition for Jared Goff, why not call the Browns up and say, give us a fourth round pick for Baker Mayfield. We'll take the salary because no one wants them. The Panthers are out. They, it sounds like they might be the ones who go for Jimmy G. There's just nowhere for Baker to go. So why not do some magic, get a draft pick, and maybe you get a quarterback, and at worst case, you move on next year. A couple other offseason moves that have actually happened by the Lions, though, not just figments of my imagination. They signed two defenders this week. Number one, they signed Mike Hughes from Kansas City, who you might remember from the NFC North. He was the 30th overall pick by the Minnesota Vikings back in 2018. Comes out of the University of Central Florida, a little bit small at 5'10", 189 pounds. And then he tore his ACL pretty early in his career and just couldn't put it back together after that in Minnesota. Gets moved this past offseason for a sixth round pick and plays a lot better with Kansas City. Six pass breakups, one interception, and ends up playing over 500 snaps, almost 600 snaps at outside corner for Kansas City last year. He's very much in the mix for this Lions cornerback position. And there's a wide variety of possible outcomes at corner right now because obviously Amani Oruwarie, the Pro Bowl snub, I will not get over the fact that Amani Oruwarie didn't make the Pro Bowl. He's locked into one of the cornerback slots. Now, CB2, that's completely up in the air because we've got the former third overall pick in Jeff Akuda. We've got him coming off the Achilles tear. So will he be healthy enough to play? Will the Lions bring him along slowly? That's still to be determined. But if he's not healthy, they also have Jerry Jacobs, the undrafted free agent out of Arkansas last year, who balled out before tearing his ACL. So will Jerry Jacobs be brought back slowly for the Lions at corner? They now have the ability to do that with Mike Hughes, possibly the starting cornerback, while these two young emerging stars get healthy. And then they've got a Fetu Melifonwu as well. Because remember, he missed a lot of the year with a quad injury. But when he came back, he was shadowing Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf for the Lions. So. Don't sleep on Afetu Melifonwu ultimately winning the CB2 job to start the season while Akuda and Jacobs get healthy. Lots of options here. And that's a good problem to have if you're the Detroit Lions. And you can see if you're on the YouTube channel right now, you can see the depth chart and how it stacks up. Oruwarie at one CB slot. Jacobs. Akuda and Hughes competing for the other one. 
And then we've got AJ Parker down here in the slot, the UDFA out of Kansas state last year, who performed very well for an undrafted player. Won the job out of camp, which is just a testimony to how Dan Campbell has instilled the competition for this Detroit Lions team. Beats out two veterans in Nikel Roby Coleman and Corn Elder. So every bit the chance that A.J. Parker is the starting slot once again. Or, if he doesn't perform and develop the way he expects, Mike Hughes can also play in the slot if he needs to, which allows Hughes and either Akuda or Jacobs to start. Or... We could also be looking at a move to safety from Afetu Melifonwu, the six foot three, 212 cornerback, because that's a safety build, playing corner. We could be looking at a move to safety from Jerry Jacobs or Jeff Akuda, too, because they are strong tacklers and great against the run. So there's a lot of options and a lot of moving parts in this Lions secondary which just makes things all the more exciting on defense. And I know people have complained, oh, the Lions are really just running back the same defense as last year. The only difference is Mike Hughes. Think about when the Lions are healthy and think about the talent that's available in the draft. Stop worrying. The Detroit Lions are in this rebuild for the long haul. They're doing it the right way and so for now part of the doing it the right way is a wide open competition at inside linebacker and once again if you are on the youtube channel the believe youtube channel you can see alex anzalone last year starter at the mike linebacker position he has re-signed he was calling the plays for the defense last year but the Lions would also be more than happy if he were to move back to that linebacker three position that he played in New Orleans with defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn and head coach Dan Campbell. So that's the dream is that they can find someone to take over that Mike position for Alex Anzalone. Hopefully it can be Derek Barnes last year's fourth round pick out of Purdue. However, Derek Barnes struggled quite a bit at times last year. Really was not great in coverage, oftentimes a liability with four touchdowns allowed, only one sack as well as a pass rusher. So he was kind of lost as a rookie. But that happens at times. So, to hedge their bets, the Lions have signed Chris Board from Baltimore. And Board was a UDFA out of North Dakota State. The Bisons, as we all know from Trey Lance's days there. And my personal draft crust, the North Dakota State Bisons, Christian Watson, wide receiver this year. Anyways, Chris Board. Signs from the the Baltimore Ravens and is going to be competing for one of these linebacker positions here. 
because he was a fantastic blitzer with the Ravens, picking up 20 pressures over the past two years. And he is a very strong athlete, runs a 4-6, has incredible explosion numbers. So there's no reason that Chris Board can't end up taking one of the starting jobs, likely as the will, the weak side linebacker for the the Lions this year. Because he's just a good athlete, a great special teams player, and a hard worker, which is something that the Detroit Lions value. So linebacker, even before the draft comes up, it's not looking as bad as a lot of fans want to pretend it does. Derek Barnes can take another step. Chris Board ultimately might be an upgrade over Jalen Reeves-Maven. And Alex Anzalone might not be a starter anymore. And that's before we get to the draft and the Lions take a Troy Anderson out of Montana State. Or they take a Chad Muma out of Wyoming. Or they take a... They're not going to get Devin Lloyd. Let's let's not kid ourselves. But it's going to be okay on defense for the Lions. I know a lot of people are upset about some of these competitions and some of these return players, but believe in what Brad Holmes is putting together in Detroit. Just believe in Brad Holmes, and it's going to be okay once we get to week one. Because as I've been saying a lot lately, it is a great time to be a Detroit Lions fan. And it's a great time to try Athletic Greens as well, because tons of people have multivitamins or take mul- tons of t- people take multivitamins but it's important to choose one that is top quality with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to start your day right Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, supports your nervous system, supports your immune system, supports energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets with only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial flavoring. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash B-L-E-A-V. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. And... The Lions are taking ownership of this offseason, whether fans want to believe it or not. 
they recently hosted free agent pass rusher Arden Key, who ultimately left the building and is now visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Lions still in the mix for Arden Key, the long, the quick edge rusher who was quietly productive for the Raiders for about three years and then absolutely broke out all over the place last year for San Francisco. Put up eight sacks, 39 total pressures. Big year for Arden Key. So does the interest in Arden Key sign that maybe the Lions aren't taking an edge at two? Or maybe it's a sign that they're not that confident in Romeo Aquara's recovery. Or maybe it means nothing at all, which is the most likely scenario, because every team is trying to get better at this point in the offseason. Every team is trying to find value deals that they can sign talented players on. Every team is doing their due diligence at every position. So don't read too much into the Lions talking to Arden Key. Ultimately, even if they sign him, it doesn't really mean anything for their draft plans. But if he signs in Jacksonville, I will be a little bit upset, especially after we took the Jacksonville Jaguars. DJ Chark, do 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 DJ Chark, do 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 DJ Chark, who had a lot to say about his former head coach with the Jaguars, Urban Meyer. And if you're a Michigan fan here, go blue. You probably already didn't like Urban Meyer. You probably already thought he was a jerk. You thought he was a grifter. You thought he was a fraud. This just kind of backs up to the point because Chark came out and said, you've got players in fear. They're going to lose their jobs. You've got coaches who are belittled in front of us, us as in the players. And I can only imagine what he was doing behind closed doors. Shark was ultimately surprised Urban even lasted the f- as long as he did in Jacksonville. And then it wasn't Shark who pointed this out, but there was a little birdie that said Urban Meyer didn't even know who Aaron Donald was. He had to ask who the number 99 circled right here on the Rams was. And then when he found out he went to Pitt, and he was a small school guy, he was a little bit less impressed. And that's just Urban Meyer. All he can do is speak to the prestige of Ohio State and the culture that he's building and his national championships. He coasts off recruits and strong classes and strong coaching staff around him to bully young and scared kids. You can't do that in the NFL. It didn't work for Chark. And that's why I'm happy or sorry. It didn't work for urban Meyer as DJ Chark has pointed out. And that's why I'm happy. We have Dan Campbell with the Detroit lions and we have Aaron Glenn as our defensive coordinator. And we have all of these former players on the staff, like wide receiver coach, Antoine Randall L or 
like running back coach Deuce Staley, the fact that these players have been in an NFL locker room and can relate to the players makes a difference. It humbles you. It makes you understand that you don't know everything. And that's something that Urban Meyer just couldn't accept. A lot of people struggled last year in Jacksonville, including Chark before he was injured. And he is fully healthy now, looking to get back to the 1,000-yard, 8-touchdown season that got him to the Pro Bowl just two years ago. And in Chark's opinion, that's going to come thanks to a combination of Jared Goff, of Josh Reynolds, of Amon Ross St. Brown, and of TJ Hawkinson opening up the field and allowing him to get back to his 2019 form. And I think he can do it. I think DJ Chark is going to have a big season for the Lions. And I really don't care at this point who the wide receiver one is between Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown. Do you? Does it matter? Because it shouldn't. They're both going to eat. They're both young ascending stars in the NFL. And it really doesn't matter who ends up getting more targets, more receptions, more yards, more touchdowns. I don't care. Because the Lions offense is going to be much better in 2022. And it's going to look a lot different as well because at Lions fan report on Twitter has started to speculate that the Lions might only keep five wide receivers this year. Last year, to start the season, they had six wide receivers enter the season. But part of that is because they only kept two tight ends. They thought that Jason Cabinda, the Lions fullback, could also be tight end three. And it worked for a long time. And then Cabinda got hurt. And as Dan Campbell said, it really evaporated about a third of the playbook that they just couldn't do anymore because they didn't have anyone to run the plays. So what did the Lions do? They went out and signed Garrett Griffin from the Saints, who can be a tight end three, who can be an H-back, a fullback, a tight end two, even if they need him to. So the Lions now have a tight end and a backup to Jason Cabinda. They obviously have TJ Hawkinson coming back. And they've got the second year UDFA out of Notre Dame, Brock Wright, who they like quite a bit. Remember, last season, they cut Darren Fells because they thought, we don't really need him anymore. You can just run with TJ Hawkinson and Brock Wright and Jason Cabinda. And sorry, Darren, but you've been beat out by the UDFA. So I really think that all three of the tight ends on the Lions roster might be locks at this point. Maybe they draft someone and prove me wrong, but I still think, think three tight ends and a fullback are ultimately going to make the team. Only chance of six wide receivers making the team then is if they keep three running backs instead of four. But what does this mean for the wide receiver room? Because 
We know they're going to draft someone. So rookie X is a lock for the team. Amon Ross St. Brown is a lock for the team. DJ Chuck doo-doo-doo-doo-doo is a lock for the team. They just re-signed Josh Reynolds, so he's a lock for the team. They just re-signed Khalif Raymond, so I think he's a lock for the team thanks to his return ability. That's already five wide receivers here. And that leaves Quintez Cephas on the outside looking in. And I know Quintez Cephas is the fan favorite for a lot of members of One Pride, but he wasn't drafted by Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. In his lone opportunities to shine last year, he played well and then was hurt. And even if the Lions do keep six receivers, Antoine Randall-L has already said he's asked for two wide receivers in the draft. So unfortunately, everyone's favorite player out of the University of Wisconsin, and I know, as Michiganders, you don't like Wisconsin players, but Quintez Cephas might be on the outside looking in for this opening day roster. I hope I'm wrong. I really do, but the numbers game just might catch up for the Detroit Lions. And if you're looking to play some numbers, make sure you check out our friends over at Bet Online because they bring you this show each and every week. But that's a lot of news that's been happening around the NFL. The Lions have started to get things going. We've got a lot to get excited about with the draft building up and all of the pro days happening. And so we will be back to talk to you soon about all of these pro days because you've seen Malik Willis ball out. You've seen Kenny Pickett grow a little bit in hand size. You've seen Aiden Hutchinson out bench press Dan freaking Campbell. You've seen a lot. And we're going to get to that soon. But until then, I will see you next time. I believe, I believe, I believe. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.